of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky, swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, calling and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, on and on we go. 496, here we are. Good evening. I'm Bill Sparks. Welcome to All Things Radio Live. We've got a lot of news for you. It's always changing and a lot of interesting things. Jeff, take it away. Okay, very good. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to All Things Radio Live. And yes, we have that usual panel of Sean and Gary and Chris. And, of course, uh, we have the usual people. And Bernie's here from uh, out in Indianapolis as well. Mike out in Florida. All the other people are here as well. But we've got some, lots of radio news, and we're going to talk to Bernie about some changes that Emmis is making, at least in the New York City market. And we've got some interesting things to talk about concerning ESPN and Dan Labattard. And also, uh, we've got a file. Levitard. Okay, thank you. Uh, we also have yeah. some news about a radio announcer who's retiring in Philadelphia. Couldn't make it on the radio news because I just got it today. So, you know, it's going to be a busy podcast at a busy radio show for those who like to download the podcast or listen to it live. So stay tuned to the Worldwide Legend, and you'll uh, definitely enjoy what's going on. Bill, I'm going to turn it over to you, and you say hello to everybody, and uh, we'll get all the radio news. I even have radio news tonight, but we'll wait till after yours because yours is number one. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Cumulus continues to pay down its debt with another $50 million debt payment. Los Angeles gains another rhythmic radio station. We'll let you know what's happening on the street, and we'll continue our look at the Nielsen June Personal People Meter Ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and Cumulus makes news. Cumulus, as you know, has gone through a Chapter 13 bankruptcy reorganization, and they're continuing to pay down some of that debt. This past week, Cumulus paid down another $50 million of debt with the sale of radio station KLOS-FM to Parallelo Media Group. They paid $43 million from the proceeds of that sale, plus another $7 million that they had on hand. Cumulus has now reduced their debt to about $1.05 billion, and we'll let you know more about Cumulus as they continue to restructure their organization. In other news, Cumulus is gaining a new bilingual rhythmic radio station. With the sale of radio station KXOS from Grupo Radio Central to the Parallelo Media Group, the station has dropped its regional Mexican format in favor of a bilingual Latin rhythmic format. At this time, the radio station is not broadcasting on the internet. However, when they do begin to broadcast, on the internet, we'll provide you with an air check of this radio station in a future All Things Radio Live broadcast. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Folks living in New York City are going to notice a new midday personality at radio station WNEW-FM. Emily West is the new permanent midday personality for the radio station. She's been working for radio station WNEW-FM since 2017. Emily West takes over the midday position from this radio station after the exit of Shannon Holly in March. What's happening in Indianapolis, Indiana? iHeart Media has dropped the simulcast of radio station WNDE 
and their translator on 97.5 FM. Folks currently listening to radio station WNDE's FM translator are being redirected to listen to sports on radio station WNDE AM, which transmits on a frequency of 1260. We don't know what the new format's going to be. However, the folks at iHeartMedia say that a new format is on the way, and we'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio Live broadcast. Folks living in Atlanta, Georgia are noticing changes at radio station WKHX FM. The station broadcasts the country format, and Cadillac Jack, who has been doing mornings for the radio station, is gone. Corey Dillon, who was working as a partner of Cadillac Jack's in the morning, will be handling middays for the radio station, and Dallas McCabe, who was handling middays at the radio station, is on doing mornings at radio station WKHX FM. Congratulations go out to Walter Flake, who's the new afternoon drive personality at radio station KNDD FM in Seattle, Washington. Walter Flake comes to this radio station after doing middays at radio station WKQX FM in Chicago, Illinois, which is owned and operated by Cumulus. Congratulations also go out to Chris Center, who is the new assistant program director for radio station WSB-FM, which is owned and operated by Cox Media. Chris Center is not only the assistant program director for the radio station, he will also be handling afternoon drive for the radio station as well. Hubbard Broadcasting is also making some changes in Miami, Florida, as they've rebranded WIRK-FM. The station is now rebranded as New Country 103.1. In other news, Beasley Media is now looking for a new program director for its radio stations in Las Vegas, Nevada. After only 10 months in the job, Chris Fisher has exited his program director chores at radio station KOAZ-FM with an old-school R&B format at KVGS-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. Chris Fisher came to Las Vegas, Nevada after working for Beasley Media in Augusta, Georgia. Finally, Air One Radio finally appears in New York City on 96.7. The station is owned but operated by EMF Broadcasting, and they have the calls WAROFM. Now it's time to continue our look at the Nielsen June Personal People Meter Ratings. In Miami, Florida, the number one ranked radio station is WFEZ-FM with a soft adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WHQT-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Miami, Florida is WLYF-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Seattle, Washington, the number one ranked radio station is KQMV-FM with a pop CHR format. The number two ranked radio station is KZOK-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Seattle, Washington is KUOW-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news, talk, and information format. In Detroit, Michigan, the number one ranked radio station is WMXD-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WCSX-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Detroit, Michigan is WNIC-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Phoenix, Arizona, the number one ranked radio station is KYOT-FM with an adult hits format. The number two ranked radio station is KESZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Phoenix, Arizona is KSLX-FM with a classic rock format. In the Minneapolis-St. Paul, Minnesota market, the number one ranked radio station is KSTP-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is KQQL-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in the Minneapolis-St. Paul, Minnesota market is KXXR-FM with an active rock format. In San Diego, California, the number one ranked radio station is KPBS-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news, talk, and information format. The number two ranked radio station is KXXN-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in San Diego, California is KHTS-FM with a pop CHR format. In Denver, Colorado, the number one ranked radio station is KYGO-FM with a country format. The number two ranked radio station is KRFX-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Denver, Colorado is KQMT-FM also programming a classic rock format. In the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market, the number one ranked radio station is WDUV-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WQYK-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in the Tampa St. Petersburg market is WWRM-FM with an 
Citadel Contemporary Format. Out on Long Island, that encompasses the counties of Nassau and Suffolk. The number one ranked radio station is WFAN-FM with the all-sports format. The number two ranked radio station is WBAB-FM with the classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station is WHTZ-FM with a pop CHR format. In Baltimore, Maryland, the number one ranked radio station is WWIN-FM with an urban local contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WERQ-FM with an urban format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Baltimore, Maryland is WLIF-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Portland, Oregon, the number one ranked radio station is KLTH-FM with a classic hits format. The number two ranked radio station is KKCW-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Portland, Oregon is KOPB-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news, talk, and information format. Finally, in St. Louis, Missouri, the number one ranked radio station is KSHE-FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is KMOX-AM with a news, talk, and information format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in St. Louis, Missouri is KLJY-FM with a Christian adult contemporary format. Finally, according to media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was Home Depot, filed by Geico Insurance, Lowe's Home Improvement Centers, Sprint, and Progressive Insurance. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Well, quite a lot of news there, Jeff. A lot of news, Bill. Why don't you tell us about what's going on in Minneapolis? I'm sorry, Indianapolis, Indiana, because I think you know more about it than I do. You may have heard more on the grapevine. Well, I can't really tell you too much more. You did it very well. Got up Monday morning, turned it on. 97.5 was doing the loop where they were redirecting. And I've never, and maybe Bernie knows better than I do, but I've never seen a standalone translator um, change formats. Now, I know, uh, I believe the station signed an agreement, iHeart did with, because they either, this was part of the agreement to uh, that MS allowed them to bring the sports talk on the 97.5. There was some agreement made. Bernie, do you know anything about that? I don't know. Maybe that has something to do with the Rush Limbaugh thing, because uh, I know Emmis had Rush before that, and then they moved it over to Windy and then the uh, the new Sports FM. Uh, I all I know is that station has a terrible signal. You know, the ninety-seven oh, five or the twelve ninety-seven five. Yeah, where yeah. is it? Where is the signal best, Bernie? When you listen to that radio station, when you well up on the northeast side of town, really? Yeah, okay. It's which not is, bad. Which, They're not which is a good area. Yeah, you know, a good signal. So the only cue that gives me, Bernie, and this is only a just an observation on my part, when they do the call letter at the top of the hour. They're using the W O L T and then the whatever. Yeah. They're they're using that at one oh three point three. Exactly. So, so that is very odd. I'm I'm you know And who owns W O L T? It's 
it's also iHeart. It's an iHeart. Don't rebroadcast yeah. re one of their other minor iHearts because here in Austin, thirteen hundred the zone for a while was on one oh three one and then they separated and went to a jam and oldies format and they did the iHeart Austin and the two format. So they've got that's probably what it because one oh three one is not the best signal either. Yeah, they're they're on their third yeah, format and here. And it's also tough yeah. to speculate because would would iHeart Media make that format a talk format? Considering that they could easily do that with their premier syndicated programming that they own anyway, Bernie, what do you think about that? At 103.3 or or 97.5? On 97.5. Well, 97.5 is... Bill, isn't it, a, isn't it a translator? It's a translator. It's a translator, it's a translator but remember, but, but they could do that by putting it. Remember, remember, the translator is, tra- is right now is broadcasting an HD an HD two signal right now right. from somewhere. They, they right. are going. So they, right. yeah. they could easily make that HD two signal a talk format and trans and put on that well, FM translator. Who knows? I mean, we really well, don't they know. Could do the breeze. They could do the breeze, or they could do Pride Radio, or they could do kind of like you know. There's different things they could do. I'm sure that's true. But right now, I wanted to ask you a question. Last week. It came down the pike that I that uh, MS Broadcasting was selling its New York City radio stations. These are the F2, the, the two FM stations, WQHT on the one of on the uh, ninety-seven point one, and yeah. uh, and the other station WBLS on one hundred seven point five. Both radio stations. And the are, AM. And, and well, the AM is not part of that part of it, but I'll explain what I'm. Oh, talking okay. About. But but they're taking these two radio stations. I think Jeff, your, your your owner of Emmis, is very very clever. What he did is he partnered with a, with a bunch of investors, and he, they created a company called MediaCo. And Jeff is involved. He's going to be running the company with these investors, and he gets these radio stations, and he keeps the Emmis employees on, and he keeps the Emmis employees working for these radio stations that he that he's selling to this investment company called MediaCo. And there's a shared services agreement. This is un, this is not uncommon. This was done by Sinclair when they would buy television stations and they would run these TV stations and they have a shared services agreement to run these TV stations. But for, but for Jeff Smeelan, this is a very clever thing because he gets to keep his radio stations in in uh, New York City and he also has a company that can help him invest further in the radio field. What do you think about that, Bernie? Well, that's exactly the goal. Um, I think Jeff is trying to find uh, a way to invest in radio that works uh, and I think he's, he's starting to be a little concerned about, you know, some of the aspects of it. And so I think that's just one way he's, he's trying to basically come through it. Well, because I would, and I would agree with you only because look what happened to him. He lost his St. Louis cluster and he lost yeah. his other, other radio stations in Los Angeles. Those are fairly big markets, essentially. And, and, and he, but the big, the big problem that Jeff has had all along is he does, he's not he's hasn't had the big investment cash to, to really expand the company. Uh, you, you, it's very hard to run in New York City and compete against all the New York City radio stations when they're owned either by Anticom or Cumulus, and you only own two stations, and all those the two companies I just mentioned owned all the others, basically. I mean, and it's getting more difficult as time goes on. That's it. So I just, so I just, yeah. I, I, I just thought that that was pretty clever of him because he he wouldn't get in trouble with the FCC or the Justice Department for this because it's not involving a whole swath of radio stations. Exactly. Yeah, and, and, and it's very clever because he, this this probably will go through without any hassle and he's a clever guy <laughs> no question about it he's just a he's just the greatest guy i mean if i got to meet him i would interview him and say to him that that this is the probably the most clever way of, of keeping the company keeping it afloat 
Um, will he do anything with the Indianapolis cluster? Probably not, at least not right now. But this, can, his, this pro- his thing about Indian, his thing about Indianapolis is that's his hometown, and he, I mean, he had a real hard time switching uh, 97.1, which became Hank FM, from WENS because that was his first station, uh, a- at least on the FM dial, and he loved that station and loved those call letters. <laughs> it's a, it's pretty. I gotta I gotta say he's an entrepreneur who, in a way, has really. It, this is really like you know, like like the cat having a second life. You know, they say cats have many lives. This is really a second lifeline for him. Really, we think about it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, I just thought that that was pretty clever. We, like I said, we didn't get to talk to you last week, so I thought. Well, that, what were you going to tell us about Dan Levitard? Deb? Okay, well, Dan Levitard, and I I'm, thank you for telling. Dan Levitard is, was off the air today on ESPN, and the, the reason is, is first of all, it started on Monday when he got in trouble on ESPN for commenting about the sender back, sender back. This is for Omar Ilham, I, I believe. I believe I'm pronouncing it correctly. The congresswoman from Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. And so yeah. uh, the people at ESPN are saying, look, we don't want politics involved than our sports programming, and he was off the air meeting with the president of ESPN, and I'm not sure what his future is going to be with ESPN. Yes, he does have a contract with ESPN and ESPN television, but contracts can always be paid off, and he can always be excised from ESPN, shall we say. And his ratings probably have not been very good, because he's, oh. he's going up against Colin Cowherd, and who was, you know, had that show. Well, actually, he's going, he's, going, he's going against Dan Patrick. He's 10-1, to 1, so Cowherd is noon to 3 Eastern. Okay. So he's going against right. he's going against Dan Patrick, but since he took over the show, it had dropped because they had a solid they had a solid time with Tony Kornheiser with good ratings. Cowherd had decent ratings, yeah. and he dropped way down with it because stations are dropping off and saying, "It's you a know strange what? show. It's, it's a strange show." Yeah, they're, really they're dropping off. They're saying, "We want local. We're going to do a local show. We're going to run something else." So basically, what this is, they're using this as a way to get him out the door because he's had the worst ratings since the fabulous sports babe on that time slot for ESPN. There you go. Well, we'll just see what happens. Bill, I think it's time for Jennifer oh, yeah. Sparks. Uh, well, one more thing you mentioned. You said somebody retired in Philadelphia. Oh, yes, I did. I was telling you that beforehand. Right. Debbie Kelton, who works at radio station uh, WMGK-FM in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, I'll talk about this next week, is retiring from broadcasting. She's been in the business for over 40 years, and she's been at WMGK since 1993. The station is owned and operated by Beasley Media. Before that, she worked at radio station WMMR-FM, also owned and operated by Beasley Media. And before that, she worked in Charlotte, North Carolina, and she spent 40 years in radio, and she says it's about time to hang it up. And I kind of agree. It's a it's a well-worthwhile career that she spent in radio. So that's all we'll say. And, Bill, and I think it's time it. for Jennifer Sparks. Oh, go ahead. Oh, it is. But we do have one more piece of news that uh, just crossed my desk here a day or two ago. We have a talk show here in Indianapolis on WIBC-FM. It's on every day. Well, it was from 4 to 7. Well, they've actually expanded the Hammer and Nigel show. Now you say, well, what's so big about that? Well, those guys have really energized the ratings on WIBC-FM, and the sponsors wanted more local programming, and they can sell um, spots or you know a lot of advertisement during an extra hour of the Hammer and Nigel. Even though they may be conservative, they're very young-sounding and have driven some younger audience. Bernie, you want to, do you know anything about that? I uh, had the privilege 
of being on their podcast a couple of times because they actually had a podcast that was just totally independent of anything on the radio at all. They used to broadcast from a, a, a bar downtown called Coach's Tavern, and they would do this every Thursday, and they would uh, put the podcast out there. And uh, eventually one thing led to another, and they ended up on WIBC, and they have clearly found their niche. And Nigel actually used to be here at the MS Station Austin, KLBJFM. He was here for a while before he went yes, back he home. Was. He, was yes, he, was. He, he did afternoons and did kind of similar to what he did on this podcast and kind of similar to what they do in their talk show in the afternoon. But he would play music on the rock station. He would do it. And he was very, I thought he was very entertaining when I heard of it. Yeah, and I had, I mean, I had so much fun being on that podcast. That right. I mean, that was one of the most unique podcasts. If I could get by with it, well, I mean, I could play it on here, but those guys, <laughs> well, shall <laughs> and, and, you know, all the day, they'll take away for an hour of the Dana show, which, is, I mean, people aren't really going to miss because. Well, that and that's great. Yeah, yeah, all by I mean, itself. That's great. Can you imagine what, I mean, think of it. Tony Katz in the morning with, nah, well, okay, maybe a yeah. nice guy, but all right. Then we go to them in the afternoon. And you may not agree with them all the time, but at least they're plugged into what's going on. And they, um, actually, exactly. I mean, exactly. I mean, the station that does rebroadcasting about 16 hours a day, this, uh, that is really done well. Well, I guess we will get to those call letters in four minutes because she's got a bucket full of them again this week. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of July 25th. KCWB 92.1 Byron, Wyoming changes format from country to classic country. KJTV 950 Lubbock, Texas changes network provider from Westwood One NBC Sports Network to ESPN Radio Network. KTTU FM 96. 7.3 New Deal Texas changes network provider from ESPN Radio Network to Fox Sports Radio. KVGL 105.7 Manderson, Wyoming changes format from oldies to classic hits and changes slogan from good time oldies to the Eagle 105.7. KZMQ FM 100.3 Gray Bull, Wyoming changes slogan from the Country Superstation to the Country Superstation 100.3, 102.3. WFBL 1390 Syracuse, New York changes format from silent to classic hits and adds slogan, The Dinosaur. WOLF FM 92.1 Baldwinsville, New York changes slogan from Wolf 92.1 to 92.1. The Wolf. KBIZ 1240. Otumwa, Iowa changes slogan from KBIZ AM 1240 102.7 FM to your news and information leader AM 1240 and FM 102.7. KCGL 
one, Powell, Wyoming, changes format from classic rock to classic hits. KCTY, 1590, Wayne, Nebraska, changes slogan from the city to the city, 98.9 FM, 1590 AM. KDAT, 104.5, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, changes slogan from today's soft rock to today's best mix. KHAK, 98.1, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, changes slogan from K-Hawk Country to number one for new country. K-A-B-N-A-M, 840. Kenai, Alaska, changes calls to K-P-E-N-A-M. K-T-W-A, 92.7, Ocumwa, Iowa, changes slogan from 92.7 KTWA to today's hits and yesterday's favorites, 92.7 KTWA, WGET 1320, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, changes format from sports to hot AC and changes slogan from ESPN Sports 1320 to happy. WGTY 107.7, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, changes slogan from happy to froggy 107.7. WHVR 1280, Hanover, Pennsylvania, changes format from classic hits to adult contemporary and adds slogan happy. WIVG 96.1, Tunica, Mississippi, changes format from alternative rock to sports and adds network provider Westwood One NBC Sports Network and changes slogan from I-96, the new alt-revolution to sports 56. WPRE 980, Prairie Deschain, Wisconsin, changes slogan from Prairie's Own to Prairie's Own 980 and FM 104.3. WYCR 98.5. York, Hanover, Pennsylvania changes slogan from Happy to Rocky 98.5. KAOLAM 1430. Carrollton, Missouri changes calls to KROLAM. KULP 1390. El Campo, Texas changes slogan from the Texas legend to the Texas legend, 1390 AM, 106.7 FM. KEYU-FM, 102.9 Amarillo, Texas, changes calls to KVWE-FM. KZLW, 90.1 Gretna, Nebraska, changes slogan from Living Water Radio to My Bridge Radio. WCJX, 106.55 Points, Florida changes slogan from Lake City's Greatest Hits to Lake City's Greatest Hits 106.5. WFRX 1300 West Frankfurt, Illinois changes slogan from 1300 The Fan to 95.5 The Fan. WILY 1210 Centralia, Illinois changes network provider from Westwood One Classic Hits to local radio networks 
super hits and changes slogan from oldies 1210 AM 98.7 FM to super hits 1210 AM 98.7 FM. WJNX 1330 Fort Pierce, Florida changes slogan from Gigante to the Gigante 1330. WMIX 940 Mount Vernon, Illinois changes slogan from News Talk 940 to America's Best Music and Talk. WMIX FM 94.1 Mount Vernon, Illinois changes slogan from Today's Best Country to Today's Hot Country. WRXX 95.3 Centralia, Illinois changes format from Hot AC to CHR and changes network provider from Westwood One Hot AC to local radio networks CHR WVZA FM 92.7 here in Illinois changes slogan from 92.7 Alt 2K to Alt 2K 92.7 KKOA 107.7 Volcano Hawaii changes slogan from KKOA Country 107 to KOA Country 107 K CHJ FM 92.1 Bakersfield, California changes calls to KQKZ FM WEPC FM 88.5 Belton, South Carolina changes calls to WAHP FM WALZ FM 95.3 Matias, Maine changes format from classic country to classic hits and changes slogan from the border country 102.9 to classic hits 92.7 FM 95.3 FM WANS 1280 Anderson South Carolina changes format from silent to country and adds slogan God's country WBZ FM 98.5 Boston Massachusetts adds a network provider Fox Sports Radio. WCRQ 102.9 Denny'sville, Maine changes format from adult contemporary to country. WEGG 710 Rose Hill, North Carolina changes format from not available to classic country and adds slogan Kicks FM 710 AM 100.5 FM. WGGO 1590 Salamanca, New York changes slogan from News Radio to The Patriot. WJYI 1340 Milwaukee, Wisconsin changes format from contemporary Christian to religious teaching and changes slogan from Joy 1340 to Joy 1340 AM 98.7 FM. WKBE 107.1 Corinth, New York changes slogan from The Point to 107.1 the point. WOKC 1570 Okeechobee, Florida changes network provider from Westwood One Hot Country to Westwood One Mainstream Country. The following stations have signed off the air. KQXQ 101.7 Cuba, Missouri. KXZK 103.7 Vail, Arizona. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week for 
All Things Radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a very good week. All I can say is, wow, I could not do all mm-hmm. that many. But you know what's so funny, Bill? <laughs> oh, when you listen to that caller, for there, there were callers that really come out, like WBZA FM. Yeah. Now, was WBZA was when Springfield, Massachusetts, when WBZ had a second transmitter serving that area. And then you had the, well, the other radio station. Now I just forgot the other call letter. But that one that one really stood out to me. As, as well, the WOLF FM there near Syracuse, right? That's Right. That's the, guy that's, the guy who owns that is Craig Fox. And he and, and so I'm not, I'm not surprised with that one. But the WFBL, because I used to have friends who worked yeah, on How WFBL. long was that off? That's what I was trying to remember, because I know we had it on here uh, oh, a year or two ago, right? That it went off, wasn't it? How yeah, long was it I'm off? Not, I'm not sure how long it was off the air, but it has been off the air for a while. And I don't want to forget about Pam Francis. Who um, who has uh, had had her hand raised? So I want to get to you before we forget about you, and, and want to make sure we get to you. Go ahead, Pamela. Yeah, I just have a question with reference to radio in general, in and, and the evolution of the podcast. I want to know if, and hopefully Bernie's still here. I kind of like his opinion on this as well. Uh, as vanilla as radio is anymore with reference to just everything being so homogenized is it how is it going to survive with the evolution of the podcast and do you think that the podcast will eventually replace radio as we know it go ahead bernie we'll say we'll ask you we'll let you go with this one wow so you know <laughs> think about think about podcasts is there are like seven hundred thousand of them out there right and so it's really difficult oh. to make a go and to make money doing that's a right. podcast you know if you like doing them that's great but uh i think it's real difficult to to make anything happen financially with them but they're fun and also pamela i believe wow. those radio stations that you hear those rate those radio stations you hear that are doing nothing but, but podcasts that iheart media is experimenting with I know Mike, Mike Loff and I totally disagree on this. I don't think that's a money maker for AM radio stations. I'm sorry. I don't believe it. Um, I don't either. That, because if they want to yeah. listen to podcasts, they're not going to go to the radio to listen to them. They're going to listen to them on, on, on a podcatching client, such as Overcast. Because or, then you hear them when you want them. And, and as long as you yeah. want them, you can pause them, yeah. come back later. Yeah. And, and, there's that, no, and, there's no way that, and there's no way that podcasts That's can right. totally replace radio because there are t- like last weekend we had a a wild thunderstorm move through here a severe one on Saturday night. There's no way you can podcast stuff like that, so it will never totally replace radio. Now, podcast, yeah, but at the same, at the, at, but at the same time, radio is all voice checked on Saturday night, and so if there's a thunderstorm, you're not going to get any information from the radio either. And, yeah, they need to schedule the thunderstorms better. Actually, is what they need. You actually, yeah, in our podcast. Hold on, Sean. In our in our case, Bernie WHO, which is a fifty thousand, it is. Uh, they do have somebody in on Saturday night. <laughs> well, the only thing I was going to say oh, about, about that whole thing. The only thing I also was going to say about that whole thing, Bernie, is that I, I totally agree with you. But I think, like, like, I, and, and Pam, you know, it, it would be interesting to see how this all breaks out because there are stations that are doing nothing but rebroadcasting podcasts. But my my daughter's a good example. She's twelve years old and she likes radio. I mean, when she when the car is on and she likes to listen to the radio, she'll like the songs on the radio. But if she says to me, "Why do I need to listen to the radio? If I want to listen to a song by uh, a Panic at the Disco, you're familiar with them, Bernie. I know your station's sure, played there. Absolutely, high hopes uh, and yeah. Saturday." And she goes, why do I have to listen to it on the radio? All I got to do is go to YouTube, download the song, and play it whenever I want to hear it. And artists 
artists still, they know that. They don't need the radio anymore like they did 30 years ago. They know they can put their stuff out on YouTube and on Spotify and other Pandora, other systems, and get people to find them. Well, and, they do have the radio in, in certain areas, Sean. The, the big thing they talk about is, is the Latin and the Afro-American communities, which do more so heavily use radio than, let's say, other, other, ethnic, other ethnic minorities or other, other ethnic groups. That, that has been in studies. And the other thing I was also going to point out, the one thing the podcasts do, and it has happened with stations, they have had shows or had people do podcasts and put them up on their station websites. And as they get downloads, these podcasts, uh, well, you mentioned Hammer and Nigel. And it's happened here in Austin with some of our some shows, some podcasts. They have turned into actual shows on the radio station. Like maybe we'll... We'll put this as a, oh, Saturday afternoon or Saturday morning sports show. Uh, we had right. we had a show on MMA and boxing. So, we you know, it, became, it started out as a podcast, and now it's a Wednesday night uh, show. Same thing with a wrestling show. Well, remember, anything bad that was said about podcasts now does not apply to this podcast. This podcast is wonderful. <laughs> no. This podcast is second to none. Yeah, here's the other thing. Here's yeah. the other thing, Sean. For example, my, uh, what's his name? Savage. Savage. Uh, Michael um, Savage. Michael Savage. Yeah, Michael, uh, Savage. Uh, Michael Savage. He does a live talk show, but the second hour is, is really something that he podcasts. And this is the way the radio station can get away with paying him less money yeah. for being on one yeah. hour and putting the rest. I mean, that's the whole point is that while radio, while the podcast is great, if radio stations are going to use that to, to save money, yet yeah, they will save money. But I agree with Bernie. It will not save radio by putting, by putting people's podcasts on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So that's the, you know, and Mike, I know Mike Loff and I, I respect him very much, but I think that both Mike and I just will have to say that we will have to just agree to disagree. Oh, are you on that kidding? Particular issue. You, you got a love the guy i mean absolutely I love, sure i love but, him but i yeah, have to no. you're right jeff it makes it makes sense because if you could oh you go by the station and say oh you know what i don't really i'm, I'm driving i'm busy i'll listen to that tonight when i get home you know you right. might check out right. see what's coming but you're not gonna you know yeah you know what was great but it was, I, I, it, was it was kind of interesting when uh when brandmeyer was on because he he did the show on the air on uh wls on a few stations around the country but they put a, a podcast together of the entire show so you could listen to it later Without commercials, yeah, that cool. is kind of cool. Well, but I loved it. One, one day, I was with my daughter, and I was sitting at the, on the, the side of my building. There were benches, and it was a little gazebo. It was like ninety degrees out. And she said, "Well, I want to go outside." Goes, so I brought my phone with me. And she goes, "Can you play this song?" And I brought up uh, I brought up Siri, and I said, uh, "I asked Siri to play this song and that song." And she goes, "That's pretty cool that you can just talk to Siri on yeah. your phone and play all these songs." And she thought that was just great. So well, I guess real, real, real quick, we do have we do have a hand. Jerry, go ahead, real quick. Oh, uh, I, I enjoyed all this. Uh, I was interested in uh, WSBL and what they're doing. I just listened to Syracuse Chiefs games on there and uh, WHVR in Hanover. That was a great station. I used to listen to Oriole games on there when I was at uh, camp. I think way back, Jerry, that the Syracuse Nationals, I used to pick them up, you know, because it's a big mishmash at 1390 here at night. But I think once in a while I used to hear the Nationals when they were still in Syracuse before 63. Oh, maybe, so. yeah. Yes, and they were, yeah. and Jim McKechnie was the announcer for the Nationals when they were in Syracuse, from what I was told. Uh-huh. And, uh, Jerry, well, don't, don't, don't leave us just yet because, uh, we're going to want some comments from you after the, our next feature that Bill's going to present. And, uh, I think you'll be interested. It's on the beginnings of KYW and its format change from middle of the road to all new. So be standby. Don't say anything. And we'll get some comments from you after that. Okay, Jerry? So let me turn it over to you, Bill. I told him you had a story, Jerry, so you can tell your story. So y'all have a story, and we will. We will. We're going to play this KYW 
feature from 1965. Jerry, this will bring back memories for you. And just a heads up for the panelists, right after the after the it gets done here uh, in about eight minutes, there will be two minutes of spots because we need to pause for the cause and help the legend keep going and satisfy those licensed people. Remain legendary, yes. Right. That's right. The yes. legendary legendary. And Sorry. they are. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. Yeah, there you go. Here we go with this. KYW, when they switch to News Talk, this is going to make Jerry happy. 13 minutes before the hour to 1958 now. I keep mentioning 58 because it was such a phenomenal uh, year. Uh, this is Billy Williams and sit right down and write myself a letter. On KYW here in Philadelphia, this is Wee Willie Bill Weber with the sound of our million-seller tunes. We've been playing them for you from uh, all day Monday through Tuesday up until just about now. Because at 12 o'clock, of course, KYW becomes the all-new, all-new sound of news radio here in Philadelphia. A fantastic idea. We feel that we know you're going to thoroughly enjoy being well-informed with KYW. This, I guess, will be the last million Sorry, we want to play an introductory tune to the good sound of all new all news radio. This will be Dar's Day's Kesera Sera. Whatever will be, will be. On KYW, and I can't think of a finer way of introducing this fantastic new sound, one I know that you will thoroughly enjoy and be well informed. Our KYW All News All News Radio, then with this tune from Frankie Randall. Listen to it, I mean it. On a wonderful day like today, I defy... This is Bill Weber on Countdown to News Radio. We are now exactly five minutes and 30 seconds away from history. The start of KYW's continuous news broadcasting service. To briefly tell you how it all started, here is the president of Group W, Westinghouse Broadcasting, Donald H. McGannon. In June of 1937, a dramatic news flash was presented over KYW in Philadelphia. It was the emotion-choked voice of Herbert Morrison describing as an eyewitness the explosion of the German airship von Hindenburg as was being moored in Lakehurst, New Jersey. This was considered a rather radical departure from the conventional news presentation of that day. And from that day to this, there have been many more innovations and changes that have been made. These have been dictated by the whole evolution and growth and maturity of the medium of radio. It was this fact that dictated the move earlier this year at station WINS in New York City to present news as an entire program fair all the time on that radio station. It is the same fact that dictates that we undertake this here in Philadelphia on KYW. We are convinced that this is well within the capability of radio, that there's a need for this in our times when news is so complex and so voluminous. We are also convinced that there's an opportunity to render a real and genuine service to the community of Philadelphia by this presentation over KYW. We hope that will stimulate people to react to news and to in turn move into action on issues that concern them as people and as a community. 
We anticipate that KYW will continue to expand its coverage and in so doing render an ever-enlarging public service to this community. Countdown to News Radio is now 3 minutes and 15 seconds. And here is Pennsylvania's Lieutenant Governor, Raymond Schaefer. The people of Pennsylvania will appreciate, I know, the all-news broadcasting service of KYW Philadelphia. In these critical times, it is especially important that our citizens be completely informed. And I can think of no faster, immediate way than via radio. As Lieutenant Governor of Pennsylvania, my best wishes to the staff and management of KYW News Radio as they bring a new public service to Philadelphia and the Delaware Valley. Countdown to News Radio is now 2 minutes, 45 seconds. And here is the Governor of the State of New Jersey... Richard Hughes. I welcome the opportunity to offer my congratulations and very sincere ones to KYW News Radio as it begins its 24-hour news service. I am confident that this different and challenging approach to news coverage will prove beneficial to many citizens of southern New Jersey. Countdown to News Radio is now 2 minutes, 22 seconds. And here is the governor of the state of Delaware, Charles Terry. I am happy to have an opportunity to congratulate KYW on the inauguration of its news radio programming policy. This experiment in radio broadcasting should make an outstanding contribution to the increasingly difficult task on the part of the listening public in understanding our complex problems. I am sure that the service provided will be of immense value to the radio public. Countdown to News Radio is now 1 minute 55 seconds. And now... The Governor of Pennsylvania, William Scranton. As Governor of Pennsylvania, I'm delighted to know that KYW will be bringing the people of Philadelphia and the Delaware Valley continuous news service seven days a week. I am sure all of us will find this an extremely valuable way of keeping in touch with the important events of the state, the nation, and the world. My personal best wishes for great success to Group W Broadcasting and KYW News Radio, Philadelphia. Countdown to News Radio is now 90 seconds. And to officially launch this exciting new broadcasting service, here is the KYW News Radio General Manager, Richard Harris. In just a short while, KYW will begin its service of continuous news programming to the people in Philadelphia and the Delaware Valley. It will be the culmination of a tremendous amount of planning and hard work for the dedicated KYW News Radio staff. Since late in June, the newsmen, engineers, secretaries, writers, producers, directors, and sales force have spent long hours in preparation for this day. They've traveled many miles, talked with hundreds of people, and vigorously studied Philadelphia and the vicinity in order to bring you the finest news coverage. In addition to the local KYW staff, other newsmen are ready to report from Washington, New York, London, Paris, and the Far East, Harrisburg, Pittsburgh, and many other cities around the country and around the world. As with the staff here, they too are on 24-hour-a-day news watch, ready to bring you news at any moment. To all of these hard-working and dedicated people, my thanks for the outstanding effort. I pledge that what we are now about to begin will be a vital and responsible force in this area. This is Dick Harris, General Manager of KYW Philadelphia, and I now present to you, the people of Philadelphia and the Delaware Valley, KYW News Radio, all the news, all the time. All news and...
and only news. This is KYW News Radio at 12 noon, and I'm Steve Porter. The Vatican votes in favor of religious liberty. A Philadelphia magistrate may be holding office illegally. Shastri says he'll abide by a U.N. ceasefire. No comment from Pakistan. The Adamucci murder case goes to a New Jersey grand jury. The president creates a new national seashore. Details of these and other stories coming up. It's a partly cloudy 82 degrees in Philadelphia. The forecast, mostly sunny, hot, and humid this afternoon with a high near 90. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me. But I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org slash caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Well, there we go. Wow, I got to tell you, Bill, that was pretty awesome because that guy. Well, first of all, the KYW news was uh, was done by Steve Porter, who became famous working as an anchor for NBC Radio, and he also worked at WCBS AM in New York City, and he and he worked for CBS Radio as well. So uh, it's interesting to see what people have gone. And also, who worked for KYW back then was Andrea Mitchell, who works for oh, yeah. NBC. Mm-hmm. Well, Gary, you got a little story, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, that was, uh, Tuesday, of course, Tuesday, September 21st, 1965. And uh, I'll never forget it. A group of us skipped lunch at Overbrook. Wow. And here at YW, go to all news. Uh, we all gathered. Uh, Overbrook had this... Uh, uh, do you call it? it was kind of like, I guess you, it would be a little bit like a mall, but it was outdoors. It was called the Cloister, and there was a, a, you know, a roof over it. You, you felt the breeze and stuff, but you, you didn't get the rain, you know, and it was between the various buildings where the classes were. And, uh, there was, uh, you know, the thing you could walk along. They called it a catwalk. It was like a cement thing. And about 12 of us sat on this cement thing, and we all waited for KYW 
W come on, and uh, and uh, it brought back a lot of memories to hear the governors of the Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware, and the lieutenant governor uh, of Pennsylvania, and all that kind of stuff. And we were taking bets as to how long it would last. Uh, uh-huh. uh, we were kind of doubtful. Uh, and some who, who, who of my- had fifty-four years, Jerry? Anybody got fifty-four years? Anybody got that when they uh, on the bet? No. Uh, uh, yeah, before. they said it wouldn't last. <laughs> we said and it wouldn't thing, last. The one thing I was thinking of while we were talking, well, the one thing they broke format for, and both they and WINF did it, from 77 through 81, KYW did, and uh, the Phillies, and 77 through 80, the Yankees were on WINF. That's the only thing those two stations have ever broken format for. I, I can tell you, though, but, but if you listen to the news writing and you listen to the, how they read the news back then, it's 1965, and you listen to it today, the writing is so much different. It's 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 a lot brisker. It's a lot crisper. It, the writing the writing was kind of stilted back then. What do you think, Chris? No, I think the grammar was better. You get people, and they, they, the stories that you hear sometimes are not uh, informed. You know that what they do now, especially okay, when they would go to a here's so and so in Rome, and they like they were going to do a story in the Vatican. They probably went for a little report of about thirty seconds. Now you get about a ten second report from somebody somewhere, and yeah. and sometimes it, if they didn't give you the right headline to go with the report. You don't even get the story right. So sometimes the news is they're trying to jump so fast. See, it's ADD. Everybody has to, that, why aren't the commercials a minute anymore? They're 15 or 30 seconds because people can't wait. And they jump from this to this to this to this. And, you know, they do six stories in three minutes, and they didn't tell you anything. Whereas they used to do maybe four stories in three minutes or three stories, and you actually learned something. I remember when WINS went full news. That was April 19th, 1965. Yeah. And I remember my dad said, never going to last, never going to last well and, and yeah. i said i think you're wrong i think it's going to be the future of of, of what is going to be for radio at, at some point my and grandfather KFWB went yeah kfwb went in april i think or may of 68 i guess it was just before the bobby kennedy uh, shooting that's and, right uh, so stations from group w was switching over bz switched over to them that night in the middle of the night while uh well larry glick wasn't even there yet but whatever whoever bill garcia or whoever was on that night switched and, it I, over to kfwb and i was gonna say my my grandfather loved w, w I, I said grandpa why don't you let you know because he had trouble with his vision and he had a problem with his eyes. There was a problem with his retinas in both eyes. And I said, why don't you listen to the news? I know you like to read the newspaper, but I think you'll like WINS. And I you know, turned the radio to WINS, and he listened to WINS religiously up until the day he died. And that, he died yeah. back in 1979. He loved WINS so just for that reason, because he couldn't read uh, the newspaper anymore by the, by, the time he, by the time 1979 was around. And he would get the news by listening to WINS. I, yeah. I, I still go to bed listening to that radio station. I, I just, I can't sleep with, I can't sleep with nothing, and I have and, to have music on or, or news on. And that goes along with a lot of these formats. You think, oh, it's not going to last. The all news. They didn't think it was going to last. Uh, same thing. WFAN, L Sports yeah. Radio is not going to last. Yeah, MTV, no, you got going ESPN. Too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, MTV, ESPN. They're not going to last. They're not going to make it. I mean, all these things. And now look at all of them. I mean, WI. INS and KYW still two of the top all news stations in the country. You know, WFAN, the top sports station, yeah. et cetera. Look at MTV. Well, of course, we all know what it is now. It's nothing like, but I mean, you know, you know what I mean, though. But it's like, oh, it's not going to last. And CNN, last too. CNN, nobody thought CNN would work either. Oh, yeah. You know? CNN wasn't going to work. Uh, you know, all, all these things were not going to work. I wish that uh, Satellite News Channel had worked. I did too. I had oh, a, I, 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 I had, I, I Love had a tape satellite of that. news channel. Yes, it was. It, it, I it, love the KY. It, 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 w thing. Be- 
I oh, love ahead, the KYW man. thing because it's 1965, and it's like, oh my God, this is a brand new thing, and it still works. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Pamela Francis. Go ahead, Pam. The thing that irks me about today's news operations via TV or radio is that more than once you're refer- you're referred to the website where they have the complete story. Right. And that messes anyone up who doesn't have an app or internet access. You take away a lot of the stuff is you get a lot of older people don't do computers and, and internet. So yeah. They're dependent upon the or, And in the disability aspect, how accessible is that website? It's not. Well, it's in, many right. ca- in, in some cases, it may not be accessible. The problem, Pam, is it's not going to change and it's only going to get, going to get it's only going to become more and more. But at least when I listen to WINS, I, I, I still, they still pretty much are doing the news the way they did back in 1965, pretty much. I mean, is, yeah. I have a question, Jeff. Did they still, is it still sort of that WCBS is more of the national and international, more of a slant that way, and WINS is more local? Is that kind of how it works? Kind of, but the, the WINS was, has always been the quicker newscast. They, they always, for many, many years, it's always been, you give us 22 minutes, we'll give you the yeah. world. They know that people aren't going to listen for long periods of time. So they have a very high listening cue, but the listening hour or the time spent listening is not necessarily super long. Their biggest audiences in the morning, but when the people are getting up, getting ready to go to right. work, and especially during the wintertime, with oh, yeah. weather delays at school. WCBS it does do news, but primarily they got that CBS news at the top of the hour. They also yeah. have a lot of the CBS or a lot of the network kind of features. And uh, so they're, they're kind of thing. So you yeah, have whatever, whatever, yeah. But they don't do well in the ratings, and that's why, for example, on the weekends, you'll see a lot of broker programming on WCBS to make well, it Well, that's why difference. the Mets are there now, too. You know, the Mets yeah. are there, and the Yankees were there what, for many years, too. But look what's know? happening. The Mets aren't doing well as a team. So. No. No, but uh, I want to make sure that WINS, is the teletype still working? I want to know. The teletype is still working, yeah. and the only All reason right. they do it, it they, they don't even use teletypes anymore, as you know. The no, way I they, know. But the reason they do it is because it's a signature sound that they have. So yes, it people is. know that when they I listen to, to WINS, they hear that teletype. does it, too. Don't they, they do. run the teletype, too? They do. Yeah. They do. <laughs> they certainly do. And uh, and, 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 and both say, and I've got to give it to Intercom. They've really, they haven't really killed those radio stations. They really no. tried to keep them as much as possible. Now, KYW doesn't do very well in Philadelphia, and the ratings is not certainly as well as WINS does in New York. Uh, but again, it's still an all-news operation, and what would they replace it with at this point on the AM band? And, and, and that's the other question. The other question we have for, for the, both these all-news radio stations, will they devote a full-time FM radio station in, in one of the cities that may not be doing as well because they know people are migrating to FM to simulcast the all-news on the AM? That we can't answer right now. But certainly, it's something, it's some food for thought. Yeah, they're on each well, my thought here. About it, my thought about FM. it is that if you do an all news on FM, you have to not do infomercials and all that stuff that stations do on the weekend. And if people, some broadcaster would not do that, where you knew it was twenty four seven news, no matter what, then you might have a chance. Now, by but the way, let's gonna break let's it up with. If you're going to break it up with these uh, financial shows and this stuff on Sundays and a lot of sports and that things like true. that. You know, you, also- people are not going to look for news there. And let's also not forget about a few things that failed. Uh, WPIA, w, I'm sorry, WQCD, they became WEMP, and they went to an all-news format thinking they could beat WINS. You don't beat WINS by automating the all-news segments and having pre-recorded news segments coming from New York and Chicago. And you don't beat WINS by not by skimping on field reporters and writers and editors. Then they, yeah, you got to do it live. It has then to be the, live, the other, all and live. The, and the other format that should have done well but didn't do well was the news and information service from NBC that, that replaced Monitor, essentially. Uh, 
great and that, service. And it was a very good. Where did it fail? Oh, yeah. Where did it fail? It failed in one level. All the local stations said, "Yeah, we'll do an all news format on the cheap one. We won't do anything local." Well, of course, yeah. that didn't work, and it might have worked today. If NBC had done this later on, and they did this back in the 1970s, I think it was 1973, Five. something like that, or 75, Five. 75, yeah. and they they were they were ahead of the time. But if they had waited a little bit longer, they might have done well. AP tried to do an all news format as well, AP Radio, but that that didn't last, and they ran out of, and they just spending too much money. All news formats oh. cost money. You got to have writers, you got to have editors, you got to have producers. You can't do an all news radio format where the announcer just pulls teletype copy and rips and reads. You can't. That doesn't work. We had work. a couple of stations had, here that used to run CNN headline news overnight. That's, that's what, well, we had a station in San Antonio, 1988, AM 1250. They decided, oh, we're going to go KRNS, uh, Radio News and Sports. They ran CNN headline news, CNN radio, and they would break at about 15 and 45, and whoever the board op was would read like two or three minutes of local news. That lasted, oh, maybe nine months. Again, you know what they say, and it's uh, it's in radio the same way. Bernie, I think you would agree with me. Everyone here on the panel will probably agree with you, with me. Garbage in, garbage out. And, yeah, exactly. uh, and that's what happens. Bill, I think it's almost time to do our feature station yeah. and uh, I'll let you uh, take over from here. Well, I do have one comment to make. Speaking of failed news stations, two of them. We had one here in Indianapolis, and Bernie's going to remember this one. <laughs> WNTS from 1974 was on 1590 AM. What a lousy signal. Yeah. And Ooh. WIFE AM 1310 <laughs> did this for about a year and a half. But both of those were actually the only. Nice. Go ahead. The only thing I would say about WNTS is they were being innovative. And they were, they were trying something that had not been tried before, especially in this area, whereas WIFE, Coin All News, was simply trying to compete. But remember when WIFE did that, they took a lot of people from WIVC at the time, and they, they, they were okay, but WNTS was owned by Jeff Smullyan's father, maybe? Or father. Was, right. Yeah, his father. So the, the other thing I would think that's important is the bigger the market, the more of a, you know, they do okay in New York. They do okay in Los Angeles. You know, BZ is being ruined, but they've, they've done well in Boston in the past. You, you know, if you, especially if you're a state capital, if you're a bigger market, you got more going on. I think that's probably what happened to KQV. They really only did news uh, by half the day. They would do all time radio and bruce williams and all this other stuff you know because there wasn't that much going on in, in pittsburgh that people were gonna you know it got kind of repetitive so the bigger the news um you know plant chance for news events the better you're going to do it isn't as repetitive that way well right. the, the, the station that oh good bernie the station that bill's talking about uh is wnts and they were they, they called the nts news talk and sports and uh, their big talk show guy was David Letterman, and wow. he was on uh, during the middle of the day and stuff. And he he was incredible, but what? you know, obviously, as as Bill mentioned, it was a terrible signal, and it was you know you're, you're kind of a niche programming thing when you're when you're talking about Letterman doing news and, and talk and stuff. And Danny well, Baker, I mean, it was just an outstanding. I just couldn't wait to listen to that. I mean. Oh, I know. It was just incredible fourth time. We don't hear anything like that today, but it, it was for the time. I wish I could find a recording of that 
particular oh, station. Oh, absolutely. Oh, wow, 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 wow. All right, I guess I progressed. Jeff, what is your featured station this week? Well, Murphy's Law prevailed on this one. I thought the new morning person was going to start at the WTIC FM, but it ends up that, that he start, he's, he was starting later than they said he was going to start because of the delays in getting him to Hartford, Connecticut from Boston. But we're going to hear Christine Lee on WTIC FM in Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, I recorded it, uh, I believe it was over after, after July 4th. So I think you'll enjoy this morning show. She, she's actually going to stay with the station as a co-host with the new morning host. So I think you'll enjoy this. This week, we're traveling to Hartford, Connecticut, and we're going to hear how morning sound on radio station WTIC-FM. The station is owned and operated by Entercom, and the morning host we're going to hear is Christine Lee. This is a case of Murphy's Law. I was supposed to present the new morning host on WTIC-FM. However, his start date was delayed, and I didn't know this when I recorded the show. However, the show must go on, as they say, and so we're going to hear Christine Lee hosting mornings on radio station WTIC-FM from Hartford, Connecticut, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Who are you thinking about right now? with this song. There's somebody that you're thinking about right now with that song. 6 o'clock WTICFM, WTICFM HD1 Hartford 96.5 TIC News Time. Oh look, there's Aaron Kubek. How was your nice holiday weekend? Not bad. How was yours, Christine? I suppose holiday weekend was the previous weekend, but you know, we've all been extending it. It was good. It was good. It was busy. Oh, I just an update. The the floor, you know, is now being replaced in my house uh-huh. because the exploding toilet leaked down to the living oh, room, oh. which now has affected the floor. So I'm getting a whole new floors too. Nice insurance. It's very exciting. Hardwood. Yes, yes. Nice. Excellent. Aaron Kupek is here with all the news. Aaron, what's going on? Christine, Governor Lamont and Senator Richard Blumenthal today will discuss state and federal action on PFAS. You're listening to 96.5 TIC Entertainment. I did it too. I owe Ryan Jones a dollar. It's 6.05 at 96.5 TIC. I'm Christine Lee with Aaron Kupek, Ryan Jones. And today on the show, a couple of Hollywoods. Oh, have you jumped into Stranger Things at all? No, not yet. Okay, so season three fired back up on 4th of July. Mm -hmm. Ryan, I want to know how much they had to allocate for their music budget. Right? They up their music game. Like, always (laughs) they've been really into, like, making sure that they match the era with the music and Stranger Things. Obviously, they had a whole hell of a lot more money (laughs) for this season's budget. And uh, anyway, so Joey Chestnut and the hot dog eating contest went down. Um, Spider-Man was huge. Ryan, I know you saw it over the weekend. Won the box office again. There was so much going on. How about the earthquake in California? The two earthquakes. Yeah. So one television newscast handled it kind of, you know, they did what they're supposed Mm -hmm. to do. You go under the desk. Right. And then you had the guys calling the baseball game. What game was that last night? The Dodgers. Yeah. I suppose what are you supposed to do? Because if you have how many thousands of people in the stadium, you can't incite a pandemonium. The game went on. Yeah. Everything's swaying. Yeah. I mean, oh, these I think guys, it's an earthquake. It's a little bit crazy. We got all that and more coming up on your morning show. 96.5 TIC. Oh, she's sweet but a psycho. A little bit psycho. 96.5 TIC is today's best variety. Six five TIC six thirteen. It's traffic time. Our first look this little tiny Monday morning. 
Here comes Mark the Shark. Hi, Markety the Sharkety. Good morning, Christine. Good morning, everyone. This traffic report being brought to you by Hooker and Holcomb. And if you're coming 84 eastbound into downtown Hartford, you're looking at delays now from 43 up to 46 Sisson Avenue with some uh, construction going on there. Hopefully that'll be clearing over the next uh, couple of minutes. West Bend 84 is in great shape. Vernon Manchester to the Bulkley Bridge. Both sides of 91 in great shape between Cromwell and Windsor Locks. Route 2 westbound looking good. Marlboro Glastonbury up to the 84 West Merge. Quiet ride in Middletown on 9 and the Aragoni Bridge. Employers, is it time to ignite your employees' interest in their retirement with a modern plan design? Hooker & Holcomb has been providing companies with innovative solutions for over 63 years. Get the most out of your plan today. Visit hhconsultants.com. And if you're driving right now, put the phone down. Don't text and drive. You know the deal. Put the phone down. Mark the Shark, 96.5 TIC, Connecticut DOT Traffic Center. Thank you, Mark the Shark. We got Hollywood coming up at 6.30. I was so grateful to have Xfinity over the weekend. Well, for a couple of reasons. First of all, my house is in complete disarray. We had you know some water damage, internal water damage. And so we um, had to move the dogs to, I'm calling it the pug cave. It was the man cave, not the pug cave. So I, we put them in there and moved the Xfinity cameras to in there. So now, in fact, right now I can go check on the dogs and see how they're doing in there. They're not bothering each other. Also, big sports weekend. So I forgot that w- Women's World Cup was on, and I was panicked. I wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything, so I hit the voice remote, my X1 voice remote. Women's World Cup soccer! And sure enough, pulled it right up on Fox, right? I was watching that, and then prior to that, I think I wanted to watch Joey Chestnut. All you have to do is say Joey Chestnut, and the hot dog eating contest came on. So Xfinity, pretty much awesome. You can find out more by stopping by your local Xfinity store. Live from the Stone Academy Studios. More of today's best. Today's best variety. 96.5 TIC. We're all over the Twitter machine. Follow us at 965 TIC. The dark side is the attractive side. What do you think? It's 630, 96.5 TIC. Hollywood is coming up next. But first, it's news time. Here comes Aaron Kupek with everything that's been going on. Christine, developments on two fronts expected today following the June 12th spill of PFAS firefighting foam into the Farmington River. It's 631 from the TICFM Weather Center. Here is Bob Cox. Good morning, Aaron. We have an increase in clouds uh, going on out there this morning. There is an area of showers uh, approaching from the west. It looks like uh, some of these may affect uh, parts of the state, especially south and west of Hartford for a while this morning. Otherwise, all areas should become mostly sunny this afternoon. Highs in the low to mid-80s, moderate humidity and very little wind. Mostly clear tonight, lows 55 to 65. Sunshine tomorrow, very warm. Highs into the upper 80s tomorrow afternoon. Clear Tuesday night, lows in the 60s. A mix of sun and clouds Wednesday with a high around 90 and no worse than moderate humidity levels through midweek. Right now, it's 64 degrees in Hartford. 
Giving you the best gossip. Christine Lee's Hollywood Stories. Hollywood Stories. 96.5. You definitely don't want to get her started. Started. That was such a good game, the women's soccer game, mm-hmm. the World Cup game. Yeah. Holy, so how many concussions did you see? <laughs> and head split open. Ryan saw that. Spider-Man Far From Home won the July 4th box office with $93.6 million over the three-day weekend for a grand total of 185.1. Wow. Since it came out on two. Yes. Not even close, huh? It's all, I know, right? It's already amassed 580 million worldwide. Now, John Favreau's in that, right, Ryan? Because I know you saw it. Which reminds me, I saw over the weekend Sebastian Stan, who plays Bucky uh, Barnes in The Avengers. Mm-hmm. He said that he was at something where Gwyneth Paltrow, I got to meet Gwyneth Paltrow again for the third time. You know, she keeps forgetting <laughs> that, you know, they did only some small movies together, right? right? But apparently, I want Sebastian, because I know he listens to our show, to know that she forgets everyone. She was on John Favreau's cooking show on Netflix. She forgot that they were in Spider-Man together. <laughs> Not this Spider-Man, but a different one. And she actually said, nah, that was Avengers. So... <laughs> I mean, it's not just you, Sebastian. Um, also, Sean Mendez. Sean Mendez is so adorable, even when he lets a fan down. Mm-hmm. And you'll have to listen closely because he tells her that he's not going to date her because he doesn't know her very well. In other words, he's saying there's a chance. What's your question? Uh, it's a two-parter. Two-parter. Yeah. The first part is, are you dating That's why. So there's a chance. Okay. I don't know you, so that's why. And he, she also wormed in there, are you going out with Camila? And um, you heard the whole crowd too. what? You have the nerve to ask that. But uh, I thought that was a pretty good letdown. Joey Chestnut won the annual 4th of July hot dog eating contest. Did you watch it? No, I heard about it, though. Buns and all was just, ugh. Uh, so I watched the 30 for 30 that really got into a deep dive on how they do this competitive mm. eating. Yeah. If you can stomach it, because, you know, they competitive eat nachos and pulled pork. and It's not just hot dogs. And they practice, too. They, yes. So Joey Chestnut says the key is dunking it in warm water. Cold water makes the bread expand. Warm water almost <laughs> makes it dissolve. So it makes it easier for you to get it all down. Yeah, it's, it's kind of nasty. It's a little bit much, but hey. And Justin Bieber is still trying to bait Tom Cruise into a fight. <laughs> he did the bottle cap challenge and said, quote, this is going to be Tom Cruise's head. I really would like to see that go down now, actually, the more I think about it. My money's on Tom Cruise. Yeah, me too. 96.5 TIC. We go together. I'm a sucker for you. Variety. All about the variety. 96.5 TIC. TIC. Today's best variety. Well, there you go. Mornings heard on WTIC FM, hosted by Christine Lee. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here, of course, is Jeff. That's J E F F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call our feedback line. The phone number is 800 693 0595. That's 800 693 0595. And of course, hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Want to make sure that Okay, guys. Yeah. Want to make sure that <laughs> What do you guys it's think? It's rare to see a music station do newscasts. Yeah. Yeah. 
We had that last weekend this week. Yeah, okay. well, we, we want to be informed here in New England. You know. Okay, Bernie, what do you think of this morning show? Bernie has left the building. Oh, I didn't hear him leave. Okay. So what do you think of the morning show, Chris? Obviously, well, it's, it, it was it was okay. I mean, you know, it was they covered all the topics, that, a lot of sports, because that's, you know, it was Fourth of July weekend, the World Cup, the hot dog eating contest and all that stuff. And, and again, yeah, I think uh, that might be it. It's just more of a New England thing. You, you, know, you had it on ROR last week, you had it on TIC. And, uh, you know, I think uh, people kind of expect a little bit of news in the morning. And they also, like, she also tried to put content in as well. I mean, not just news. Yeah. You know, like world news, but content about Hollywood and gossip and talking about uh, Joey Chestnut and the... I don't know why the, how the fire department spilled all that foam into the river. What the heck happened there? I ended that part of that newscast out. So. They all, yeah, they there, 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 there's Bernie. Bernie, what did yeah, you think the, about the morning show? I actually kind of liked it. I think it was yeah. uh, highly entertaining, a lot of energy, a lot of stuff going on. I liked it. Yeah, because it's it's probably going to be good with the it. other guy, too. I think, where is he coming from? Mix, uh, He's coming from, uh, what's the one? W, uh, one yeah, 94.1 in Boston. Is that the one? What's that? MX, BMX? No, 104.1. BMX. 104, yeah, 104.1. He's coming from yeah, Intercom. Yeah, that's Intercom, too. Yeah. Right. He is, uh, he's, he's doing the uh, part of the crew in the Kennedy show. I forgot his name of the morning show there, but that's where he's coming from. But I know we got to do a classic air check, but I want to ask you a question, Bernie, and ask you a question, Bill, because next week on my little hard drive, and I've been saving this for a long time, and I don't know if you will be here next week, Bernie, but if you are, and if you're not, we can get some comments from you on, on uh, as well. But we have a station that Bill Sparks might have listened to him when he was a little baby in diapers. Home. No, not quite. But we're going to go back to 1959 next week. Not this week, but next week. And here radio station WFBM, I believe they were on 1260. WFBM, oh, yeah. before, before, before it was WNDE. And I want, to, I want to know what you guys think of that radio station when we do that next week. Uh, over to you, Bill. Well, we remember that station quite well. What a! I'll be here. Yeah. All right. And okay. at the time, <laughs> we weren't really that high on it. To tell you the truth, the music was. Oh. Well, it was your typical MOR kind of station. But 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 I'm not going to say too much about it. I have two different segments. Uh, but I'll play one of them. It, it's about nine minutes long. And we can talk about that at some point. And, uh, and I have another segment as well. I'm not sure we'll do two weeks of WFBM, but I'll, I'll save that for a later date as well. Both from the same time in 1959. So. I think you'll like it. Um, before we go, is anybody that's not checked in or wants to make a comment, I want to make sure you get on the board. Is anybody out there? I guess not. Going once, right. twice, gone. Um, Sean, is there any way that people can listen to this podcast? Well, yes, they can. They can go to legendoldies.com, select all things radio and the date, download it that way. Go to Worldwide Space Legend, Worldwide All One Word and Space Legend in your podcatcher, select all things radio and get it that way. Go to your, go also to your smart device and say play Worldwide Legend podcast and keep going next to get all things radio. And those are the best ways you can listen to it. Also, as Jeff mentioned earlier, if you are listening to the podcast throughout the week, give us a call, 800-693-0595. Hit option two and leave any comments. And if they're good, they'll make it on the air some week. Jeff will edit it and do a good job. Even if they're bad, even if we have to dispute them and say oh, yeah, that's crazy. Bad. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll play the really bad ones, too. That's funny, guys. Really yeah. Well, that's all we can say, Bill. I mean, uh, we we're going to go to California for our classic air check, and that's what more can I say? All right. Yeah, what can I say? But we'll do that. Uh, remember, we're coming up on uh, podcast number 500. 
The Indy 500 is on its way. Right. Yes, it is. <laughs> so we'll have a lot of fun with that, I and mean, we've got some more big announcements coming up concerning the legend. I think you all want to hear, maybe. But anyway, here we go. So thank you, everyone, for listening. And we... Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Okay. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with money ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or, better yet, volunteer volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, S, speech difficulty, T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Anyone who knows me will tell you that I really enjoyed the Bill Drake radio format. And there's lots of debate on whether Drake ruined radio or didn't ruin radio. If you lived in Los Angeles, KHJ was number one for many, many years. Likewise, if you lived in San Francisco, California, the radio station that people listen to is KFRC AM with its Drake format. And in Boston, Massachusetts, people enjoyed and loved listening to the number one ranked radio station WRKO AM with a Drake format. This week we're traveling to San Francisco, California, and we're going to hear Bob Foster as heard on KFRC AM in August of 1971. So without further ado, want to sit back, relax, and enjoy KFRC AM as we bring the virtual time machine back to August of 1971 on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Company theaters play the emergence has moved to the new committee on Montgomery Street performances are every night except Mondays through August 22nd. San Francisco weather, fair through Sunday, overcast near the ocean, highs in the 80s inland, 60s at the beaches, lows tonight in the 50s. It's 74 degrees in San Jose and 58 in the city.
much for that hanging in here somewhere. San Carlos, thank you for calling KFRC and Bob Foster for Tommy James and Dragon the Line at 722. I betcha, I betcha, I betcha, I betcha, I betcha. you think twice before you bite. That's how it helps you to kick the nail-biting habit. You brush it on, it doesn't show. And we're so sure Stop and Grow will work for you that if it doesn't, you can return it and the Mentholatum Company will give you your money back. A real fair deal. Ask for Stop and Grow at any drug counter. I bet you, I bet you, I bet you, I bet you won't bite your nails. that you'll win their fun and sun sweepstakes, but you can guarantee that you won't win by not entering. But you wouldn't want to miss a chance to win one of 12 trips to Hawaii for two on one of Continental 747s, plus six days at the lush Hilton Hawaiian Village, or miss one of 12 second prizes, Honda trail bikes. Pick up a free entry blank at your market or check displays of Laura Scudder's potato corn or tortilla chips. Contest closes October 31st. Entrance must be over 18 years old. Uh, you heard me talking earlier about our fantastic sale that's going on at Matthews TV in Stereo City. And it's an honor We've got to move the merchandise out at the end of the fiscal year. We're moving our warehouse. And besides that, we're going to computerized inventory control. That means savings of better than 50% in every single department. A turntable? We've got it. What do you want? I bought a Gerard 55B. It sells for $59.50 anywhere around town. Our price from our open stock on the floor, $35. I'm not kidding. We're winning and dealing in every department. Serial components, color division, on the spot. Credit terms, but hurry now to 6400. Mission Street, top of the hill, Daily City. Thank you. 
Repeat the command, sit, over and over again, and at the same time, press gently but firmly on the lion's hindquarters. Some lions object to this bodily contact, and they are quick to let you know how they feel. When this happens, get up and leave the cage immediately, and pour yourself an ice-cold glass of mug old-fashioned root beer, the one root beer with true draft taste. They make it the way they used to. Mug root beer is the ideal drink for lion trainers and former lion trainers. Mug old-fashioned root beer. You haven't tasted root beer like this in years. When Chevrolet sat down to design the Vega, they went on the theory that a little car can be a little car uh, without being less car. A case in point are the protective side guard beams built into the doors of every Vega. No other little car has them. They're a feature Vega shares only with certain bigger, more expensive cars. And one of the many features that make Vega worth a few extra dollars in the long run. Vega. We could have made it cheaper. But would you really have wanted us to? Dusty and Sweets McGee is the story of a solid gold weekend in Los Angeles. And of seven young people who spend a quarter of a million dollars a year on heroin. Dusty and Sweets McGee from Warner Brothers rated R under 17, not admitted without a parent. Dusty and Sweets McGee is about real people with a real problem. And you'd better see it. Now showing in an exclusive Northern California engagement at the Larkin Theater, San Francisco. answers the question, yes, you would buy Levi's brand salami. You would buy Levi's brand salami because you know the name Levi's stands for good, solid, honest value. This doesn't mean that Levi's are ever cheap, that they're always fairly priced, always very soundly made, and always long-wearing, whether it's the old original Levi's blue jeans or the new farther-out Levi's stuff. Of course, Harry is already aware of this, and Thompson Trousers does not wish to belabor the subject. They wish to end the discussion by suggesting that you go buy your Levi's at a Thompson Trousers store, and by pointing out that Levi's, whose slogan is wearing Levi's is better than wearing pants, are not greasy and do not taste better when sliced thin. There are seven stores in the Bay Area. Open a charge account at any, including the one in San Francisco's cannery at Fisherman's Wharf. It's a It's time. 
Azusa, California. See the big Indy 500 type cars race at Calistoga Fairgrounds tomorrow. Time trial 7 p.m. Seats $3 and $2 among the top drivers will be Dwayne Bonini of Oakland. San Francisco weather, lots of sunshine over the weekend. Highs ranging from the 60s along the coast to the 80s inland. Lows in the 50s. Currently 87 in Sacramento and in the city it's 59 degrees. I really enjoyed this air check of KFRC from August of 1971. One of the reasons I enjoyed this air check is listening to all those old commercials. It seems the commercials aren't quite as creative today as they were back then. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or by voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.